Hello and welcome to the Comic-Con special after report special episode thingy of Hello Governor the Podcast. I'm Abdullah. I'm Tom. And we're late, I know, but uh, uh, we, I have a job, people. I have a fucking job. Life. And, and yes, <laughs> I keep saying this every time I, I record a later episode, later in the week, I'm like, yeah, I know I'm late, but. I got a, I got a fucking job and and it takes a lot of my time and I and hell I usually don't record at this hour but seeing as you're free and I'm free we'll just like fucking do it you know yeah so Comic Con it came it went you know and with with each year we get a lot of news that comes out of this event and this year we got a lot of 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 great stuff coming up and it's gonna be interesting. And we're gonna discuss it on this episode, and uh, hope you'll enjoy, hope you'll enjoy. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, so please bear bear with me if if we jump from topic to topic because there there's a lot to cover. And uh, like I said, we we're recording we're recording this on a Wednesday, and and pretty much the hype has pretty much died down right now. So you know. Uh, just uh bear with us please so yeah. yeah um first bit of news obviously is the one we called uh a while back uh sonic the sonic uh, is going to idw yep it was pretty obvious um again you just need to look at idw roster at the moment with properties they've handled at the moment they've done pretty well with teenage mutant Ninja turtle ghostbusters done really well as well um rom they've done a fantastic job with rom actually and can't forget transformers they've been doing a hell of a job with them for how many years now well i mean they they pretty much own the, all the hasbro properties and they pretty much um made recently they rebooted the high hasbro properties into like one universe so all you the know, you know they're going to do a bunch of crossovers with sonic with all these properties it depends on what Hasbro says, because Hasbro has the final word on, on those properties. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think they'd be stupid not to do it. It'd be like they own My Little Pony, and you know how, how ramped the fan base are with crossing Sonic and My Little Pony over, so... <laughs> um, and that comic will sell. <laughs> um, and we actually did get word that they are going to be doing a sequel to the to, to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and and the Ghostbusters comic that came out not too long ago. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was that, that was a good comic. Um, and it's actually canon because Donatello actually mentions the Ghostbusters in one issue. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> but as as what I mean, I just think it, it's really good. I think it went. It went away from Archie. I know a lot of people are disappointed. And I know a lot of people are sad about it. But at the same time, it's like, well, it's found a new home. And its new home is actually really good. It's, it's not a, a bad place to be. It's an actual comics company as opposed to Archie, who's a magazine company. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, Sonic wasn't bad at Archie. Just the fact that I think it was the right time to move, considering what's been going on with Archie. And its previous history with Sonic within Archie, you know? Well, I mean, because Archie did, are doing their whole clean sweep of everything that is an Archie, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> Sonic is, is definitely going away, and yeah. yeah. No, mate, it, it, I mean, the, the writing was on the wall when you go on their website. They think the comics are still on the website, but um, 
when you go into their digital per- purpose, all the Mega Man comics and all the Sonic comics, was it seventy five percent off each? Yeah, I mean they're they're selling them off, and and I think the biggest mistake they they did personally, and I understand why, was because you know of of Penders and all that other shit, but. They really, really took their time when it came to releasing these, releasing those books to, on trade. Like that was the the biggest well, mistake that hurt them horribly. Was they that, was them not releasing those stories on, on in, in a trade paperback format, and and they would have won. They would have gotten a bigger audience if they had done that years ago. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen with the trade paperback now? Do you think they're going to? basically just going to print all their material they got of it so far and that's it or are they going to be I'm, the I'm, same? I'm, I mean it depends on what 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 IDW wants to do I mean if they want to reprint those those volumes they'll they'll do that I mean they've re- already they've reprinted the original Archie uh, comics from from TMNT so you know in new paperback format so if if they want to go that route, then then sure. But honestly, my advice to everyone right now is pick up these paper, pick up these physical or digital versions of these paperbacks as much as uh, 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 you know while you get the chance because they're not going to exist for very much longer. So you know, pick them up before they go out of print because it'll take a while before yeah. IDW. Uh, gets the okay go to to reprint them. Well, I mean, it's, I think with IDW, I think they're if they're smart, they do the exact same thing what they've done with the Turtle comics and the Star Wars comic over at Marvel. Basically, they reprint everything, but instead just have have the new the new company logo banner on it, pretty much. Well, I mean, that's how they have to do it legally, you know. <laughs> I know, I know, but at the same time, if they're smart, they. They can get that straight out, straight away, and, and make a profit off it straight away out, out the gate. Yeah, but uh, you know, again, you know that's what's likely going to happen, and and it, and it depends, honestly. I mean, if they want to go, if they want to do a continuation of the continuity that was that was introduced in in, in the Archie series, or they're going to start all, start from frat, start all over again. Which, knowing Sega, you know, that's that's never a good sign. Yeah. I think they need to start fresh. I, they're, they're not. They're not going to continue the current canon. I think that um, there's too much paperwork. There's going to be a lot of lawsuits. There's going to be a lot of legal ramifications. You got to remember, Ian Flynn. I don't know if it's down to him or down to Archie. He's created a lot of characters himself. So what does to come down to the legal ramifications of that? Who owns the right to those characters? Well, Archie does because that's, exactly. how, that's how it works. <laughs> Because if Sega want to cut all tides with, um, if Sega want to cut all tides with Archie, that revolve around Sonic. Do you really want that tiny bit of reminder that you're paying that money to Archie still, just for the right of, of a handful of characters? Yeah, I mean, I know it sucks, but uh, the the Sad AM crew is all is dead. They're never coming back because. No, that's that's pretty, they're they're done. They're not going to come back, unfortunately. Because uh, again. Penders' lawsuit screwed them over horribly because we, we talked about the rules uh, last time when we talked about the comic with with them saying, oh, they can't have romantic relationships with these characters. And it's just like, why? <laughs> yeah. 
That's what I mean. I'm, I'm curious to see what the deal's going to be with IDW, of how much are they going to give them reins on what they want to do, or have they got a more control base on it, or is it just going to be primary video game stuff, or are they going to be allowed to do their own continuity stuff, you know? I want to see, I want to, I want them to do what they did with all their other properties, and that is just like start new, introduce your own continuity, and just go from there. Yeah, I, I, mean, I will agree. I mean, Hopefully. that's what they did when they got the ROM rights. I mean, they pretty much said, okay, forget all that shit that happened in, at Marvel. This is the new ROM. He exists in our Hasbro universe. This is his origin, blah, blah, blah. And it's totally different from the ROM you, you remember from the from the early 70s. Yeah. I, I got no problem with that whatsoever. And that's what's going to happen with Sonic. I mean, and knowing Sega, they're probably just going to focus on the video game stuff because knowing knowing how how how, late, how they love to, to to promote their video games with, with the comics, then you know they'll probably focus more on more on uh, video game related characters. Uh, and, and again, I don't blame them for that. I think that's perfectly all right. I mean, I'm just hoping that. I mean, well, they're probably just going to have Eggman be Eggman from the get go and not have him be Robotnik and then Eggman. Like, like yeah. it was in, in Archie. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like, I think they're going to go with more the video game approach with IDW. I think that, I mean, it depends if they're going to allow let them create their own continuity. Um, at the same time, I think they should let them create their own continuity, but have it more tying close to the video games. So I think that's probably going to be the major thing that Sega probably want from IDW, and I think IDW have proven that time and time again with properties is that they keep it close to the original source material, but expand upon it with their own continuity. So, yeah, you know. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean they they do that with all their with all their comics, or they just like tell the writers to to start fresh and and do your own take on the characters, but still keep the spirit of the these characters intact as opposed to, yeah. you know. Supposed to doing what Marvel's doing right now with their characters. No, good, no, don't. Um, but yeah, they um, they announced who the editor was for the comic. And who was the editor? Okay, right. I'm going to explain who this guy is. Who he's literally he's he's been around, but he hasn't done anything big. Is probably the best way to put it. Um, a guy called um, Joe Hutchins. Hutchins, I think I'm going to pronounce his surname. And what has he done? Um, long story short, let um, me give you a quick summary. Joe Hudson used to be the manager of a New York um, comic book store in, um, called Forbidden Planet. Um, his first job was at um, DC Comics, um, starting as a um, direct sales representation. Then he eventually became assistant editor for DC uh, Vertigo imprint line. He left DC in 2012 to become... Um, the chief and editor at um, Comics Alliance. And more recently, he's left there this year, I believe. And now he worked for, um, he started, he joined IDW earlier this year. So this is his first big project as editor. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's different, but again, it's, it's IDW. They don't, they don't have a, they're not like Marvel or DC where they have their own team of people and then, you know, they're like, okay, you're doing this, you're doing that. No, they, they hire people from scratch and that's, and that's, that's been the norm for them. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he has, he has been within the industry for a while, but again, he's only just, I mean, this is like his first big project as an editor. So 
going to give him a chance, you know? Well, I, I mean, I, I just... I mean, IDW editors have it, like, the worst because they're... Cause they're 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 in charge of the continuity as well so it's not yeah. just like it's not just like make sure edit the story down to to make it make sense it's make sure that this makes sense but also make sure that it's still part of the continuity and that's always a nightmare just ask john barber yeah. at the Transformers comics yeah of course yeah but like i said he's worked on a lot of stuff for dc comics and for the um, Vertigo imprint, so he's working on a lot of stuff like that. I think he works on like Mystery in Space or Vertigo, um, um, Punk Rock, Jesus is another one he worked on as well. Just give you an idea. But, oh, yeah, he oh worked... that was uh, Mark Millar's book. Yeah, he was the um, assistant editor for it. Okay, so he has ex- so he has experience. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, and he worked on stuff like the Unwritten. Um, there's another thing he worked on as well for Vertigo and the Unexpected as well. So pretty much he has been around and done stuff here and there, you, you know. Um, so he's got experience. Like he, it's again, and, and then he's basically been the chief editor for Comic Alliance for all the articles and everything else on that side, you know. And I'm just, I'm just kind of curious who they're going to get to write it. That's, I'm really uh, curious about that as well because um, the guy, you know, the guy, the recent artist just before they stopped making the comic at Archie, he technically was not under contract with Archie. He was contracted as a freelancer. Well, duh. <laughs> yeah, with most of Archie stuff. But a lot of people have been saying, get him to do the um, artwork. It depends on if they want to go that direction. I mean, do they want to make it... Because his artwork pretty much is pretty much look like the stuff from the classic era games. So do they want to keep it look, looking like that? Or do they want to do the modern version of it? It's... I mean, who, who would you want to see write a Sonic comic? <laughs> a writer artist, artist. Well, either one. <laughs> who would like you like to see? Um... Because it's IDW, I don't, I don't really have that that much, you know. I would actually, I would actually like to see John Barber take take on take on Sonic, because because he did some interesting stuff with Action Man recently with their reboot of Action Man, but that got canceled. So yeah, yeah. so it's gonna be interesting. And he and he's probably the only decent Transformers writer they have right now. So you know, I'm I'm I would actually like to see to see him. To see him do do a do a Transformers comic, or uh, not Transformers comic, uh, Sonic comic, or Kevin Eastman and Tom Waltz from TMNT, because their run is just amazingly good. Yeah, well, I mean, I think just get someone who's been around for a little while, who've been around for a while, to come on the board and actually got a bit of experience, and also is hopefully be passionate for doing the project as well. That's my take on it, you know. That's what you should do. Either that or, or hire someone with experience. That's all I ask. Someone with experience. Don't hire someone who has no experience. And and yeah. I mean, it's it's difficult at the moment. It's I mean, they're, they're like I said, they just announced the new publisher. They just announced that they got they got an editor, but that's it so far. That's all we know at the moment. And another thing you got to realize is like, how long is this partnership going to last? Is it going to be like a really long time or a short short term con- contract? Yeah, 
That's the other thing. It's yeah, again, I think it's probably going to be a long term thing because it was very very quickly um, Sega announced this. So I'm guessing they still want to keep Sonic long term within comic books. Well, I mean, I mean, well, like they, they kind of have to, and, and Lord knows, like Lord knows, IDW has been like looking for those rights for quite a while now. I refuse to believe that they weren't like interested in picking up those those licensing rights. Well, yeah. like I said, I think a lot of people probably been trying to get those Sonic rights for a while. I wouldn't be. I mean, I, I actually don't. I mean, I actually don't see Marvel or DC looking at looking for those rights because they they honestly don't need them. But like other other publishers, sure, because they kind of need bigger names to to stay afloat, as opposed oh, to Marvel is... and as opposed to Marvel and DC who really don't need to don't need licensing stuff. Again, like I said, you just need to look at IDW. They, I mean, you just need to look at their library. They got the Star Trek comics. They got. Um, Disney, they got Ghostbusters, Transformers, TNMT, X Files, Jam, My Little Pony. Uh, I mean, they're basically it's like it's the perfect home for Sonic now. It's the best way to put it. Plus, I mean, like I said, I, I really love what they do when they re-release the classic material over again. I mean, they've done a fantastic job releasing those old TMNT comics and, and new beautiful, uh, beautiful uh, hardcover uh, books. And I hope that we get yeah. the same treatment with Sonic. <laughs> well, I mean, again, I think with IDW, I think that what probably might be the reason why, um, essentially, um, Sega probably gone with IDW because I think they wanted more of a uh, trade paperback uh, pre- present. Because, like you said, Archie were never any good at it um, with trade paperbacks. They have never have they have a. Not this, not the bash on Archie, but again, they have a terrible track record of getting stuff printed in trade paperback and then keeping it irrelevant. Because like, basically, it's like once out of blue moon, they punt, they print out a bunch of new copies, but then don't tell anyone they print a bunch of new copies until like a week, like a month later. And they didn't release, they didn't release trade paperbacks until the Genesis reboot. So keep that in mind. Yeah. I mean, they did release, like, paperbacks of the, the original run, but th- those were very limited and very hard to get. Yeah. So if you were lucky, you you got those. But if you weren't, then tough shit, because those are out of print, and they go for hundreds of dollars on eBay now. Oh, the knuckle ones do, for sure. Man, I'm talking about the old classic reprints of the original oh, yeah. of the original yeah. back when the comic was just a, back when the comic was a tie-in to Saturday M. Yeah. Oh, I've got um, some of those actually. Now thinking about it, I've got the God. Yeah, I did. I've gotten back before I was in my twenties. So yeah, that's going back a long way. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're lucky you got those, but those are really hard to find now because they've been out of print for years now. But you can still get those old comics digitally on Comixology, so... Yeah. Again, if you want them, you know, buy them now before they take them down. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, that's it for Sonic stuff. Let's move on to, to the other stuff that we've... we've, we've um, we got to talk about. Obviously, huge DuckTale news. This Comic-Con... This was amazing. I, I, this was uh, much bigger news than we got at, at, at D3. Uh, 
a couple a couple weeks ago, and that is we called it. Darkwing Duck's gonna be on the show. Yay! And so is Magicka Dispel and Megavolt and and Neg and and, uh, and Crackerjack. They were hinting at it for quite a while, weren't they? They actually showed concept art, but concept art that is unfortunately not online yet. Yeah, it's a Comic Con exclusive, but from what people said, it looks good. I just, I just kind of hope that they get, they get, um, they get the original voice actors for, um, for Darkwing and and Megavolt and Quackerjack to come back. Like, yeah, I, 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 I know it's gonna be hard because cause Megavolt was voiced by Dan Castellaneta, and Dan Cast- Castellaneta is very expensive to get now that now that he's you know. Now that he's been doing The Simpsons for quite a while, he's he's very hard to get. But you know, I'm pretty sure if you if, you know they played their cards right, they could get him back. I would say get Jim Cummings at least. I mean, well, Jim Cummings obviously is easy. I mean, Jim Cummings isn't really doing much these days. Well, again, he's again he always turns up in a Disney prop property now now and again every single year. So oh yeah, you know. shit, I forgot he's under contract with Disney. He's he's Pete. He's been Pete yeah. for. They can easy game. Yeah, he's been Pete for God knows how many years now. He's been Pete since the eighties, so yeah. Yeah, so they can easy game. They can easy say, Oh, do you want a tiny bit of extra money on your contract? Just do Darkwing Duck again. Okay. And he loves doing Darkwing Duck at conventions, so you yeah, know. So easily game. And um again, they announced um uh, what is it? Um they also mentioned at Comic Con for um DuckTales as well. You know, IDW's um, doing a DuckTales comic. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so they announced that as well, which is kind of cool. I mean, again, because they own... It's weird because Disney owns Marvel, but they they don't use them as publishers for any of of their comics. Because, again, wacky copyright laws. Yeah. Again, they've always been IDW, and again, IDW, again, I know it's going back to the last topic, but again, They've proven that they can do it, so let them do it. That's, plus, that's my thing. Plus, I love the fact that they that they actually said that they are going to be more loyal to the comic this time around, as opposed to the, to the '80s TV show, which wasn't. So that's pretty cool. That's good to hear. But yeah, I I, I mean, I just think that it's going pretty good, and like at Comic Con, everyone's um, seem to be getting into the role and everything, like that, and seem to be enjoying themselves doing it again. Was it they had David Tennant turn up Disneyland and they had a there's a picture of him online on social media of him with Donald Duck, with with Donald Duck and Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, I saw that. That's really cool. I'm like, okay. Again, it's not. And again, it's like they've released clip recent new clips online as well of like was it like couple like like two to three minutes long clips and they all sound good in the role, you know. I think my my only complaint. So far as the, as the nephews, but I think they'll grow on me. Yeah, I think those those are the characters that... I, I give them credit. They got personality and individuality. Unlike the original, when basically it all sound... I know they're all voiced by the same person, but, you, you know, they all got their own individuality and personality, which I like, you know? Yeah, I love the fact one of them wants fame and fortune and to be to be loved by Scrooge. I love the fact that one of them doesn't really care all that much for 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 um for Scrooge. That's pretty cool. You know, give them their own personalities. Don't have them be 
just this bland entity of one character with wearing different colored shirts. Plus, plus, I prefer this character. This I prefer their characterizations here as opposed to the ones in Quack Pack. Fuck yeah. Quack Pack. That show was awful. Gotta forgot that was a thing. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's like Ducktales, but it's extreme, dude. Oh god, oh, god that show so now you remind me of it. That guy, that show was so nineties. Well, no so shit. <laughs> you had I know, but but I mean like nineties to the extreme. Yeah, you had all his all his nephews dressing up in nineties getups. You had them talking about wanting, you know, to get with girls. You had fucking. I remember the episode when they became billionaires because they were selling that sludge stuff. Oh god, that was a disturbing episode. <laughs> and what was it? I love. I think my favorite reincarnation was Daisy because she couldn't yeah. just be. Donald's girlfriend anymore. No, she, this was the 90s. She had to be a strong, independent woman with her own career and shit. Oh, yeah, because she, oh, yeah, she was a reporter, wasn't she? And yeah. Donald was a cameraman. Yeah, oh, yeah. God, God, that memory's coming back. And I love the fact that they gave Donald a Hawaiian shirt for no fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> Fun times. Um, no, but I, but I like their characterization and and Tenet, Tenet's great in the role. I'm, I yeah. was, I was curious to see what his take on the character was gonna be, and I like the fact that it's different. Yeah. It's not, it's not Alan Young. Alan Young was just, I mean, Alan Young was great, and he is still the quintessential Scrooge McDuck, and I don't think that anyone can really, really truly replace him. But I think I like De- Tenet, Tenet's take because he's much more closer to the comic in- incarnation than, than Young was. Yeah, I'm so glad they're letting him do in the full fittish, um, thick Scottish accent, you know? I'm glad about that. And he actually helps them out with the dialect on the show. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because it's weird, because you're, you're so used to him, you know, speaking in, 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 a, in a British accent, you're, you're, you keep forgetting that motherfucker's Scottish. Yeah. It, it, it's like, it's one of those jarring things. A lot of people, if you're not used to him, him talk, speaking Scottish in his normal accent... A lot of people find it very, very jarring. It's it's the same case with um, what is it? I showed a bunch of American people footage of um, Tom Holland, the most recent Spider-Man actor, and him sounding um, basically not putting on an American accent. Oh my god, they were so baffled by it. It was unbelievable. And you keep forgetting that like it's 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 kind of, it's sort of with me every time I I hear Hugh Jackman. Not as Wolverine. Like, he just, when he's not putting on the, the American accent, I'm like, oh, shit, I keep forgetting that motherfucker's Australian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, no, I, I like I like Tennant in the role. I think he's really great in the role, and I think he has, you know, he has enough star power to, to you know, get, get people who are curious, who've never seen the show, to watch the show. And I do like the fact that that he's doing his own thing as opposed to you know retreading Young's character. Oh yeah, definitely. Plus, I like the fact that he. That I love the joke where he's like, "You do realize I don't think he knows our names." Ah, oh, come on. How's it going there, Scrooge? <laughs> when do we get there, Scrooge? <laughs> don't bother me, Sonny Jim. <laughs> I love that. That's hilarious. It's gonna be good. But no, we only have to wait until August twelfth now, until we see the first episode. 
I mean, the movie, which is basically just right. like the first three episodes in movie format. Yeah. <clears throat> Who do you think is going to be the first villain? Uh, probably uh, Glombarg. Yeah, Glombarg. I, I, yeah, I think Glombarg is going to be the first villain. Either him or Mob Eagle. Yeah. Mm. Be interesting. I mean, it, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's really going to be interesting. I can't wait to see how they're going to do it and how. Yeah, I just can't wait to see it. It's going to be really, really cool. And according to to the um, to to the to the. To, to the showrunners, the Duckworth is in the show and he's in the intro, but no one's found him yet. Wait, wait, he's in the intro, but no one found him yet. Yeah. <laughs> wow. According okay. according to them, anyway. So. Uh, okay, I'm gonna have to go back and actually watch it. <laughs> like, where is that guy? And that can imagine it's like there he is, and then suddenly just 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 like an outline of him, I'm like you know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that, but. Uh, Duckworth's gonna be on the show, Magic of the Spell's gonna be on the show, Darkwing Duck's gonna get a cameo, and... And they got a bunch of new people as well, which is cool. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, again, this is, like, the thing I'm most hyped about, and I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I, like, I've said this before on the show, I, I am really, really hyped for this. I cannot wait for this. Mm-hmm. Because this looks like, this looks like the... Because, again, this looks like a step in the right direction for Disney, because... Because with their channel, they've been kind of struggling to find an identity, and I think this is a step in the right direction. Like, I understand, yeah, yeah, I know it's a reboot of an old TV show, but looking at Disney now, you kind of need that, you know, in terms of, in terms of their, in terms of their programming, because they're not very good at, 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 you know, keeping original shows on for very long. Well, normally they they have that weird contract law. Where basically, they can only what is it? They only give a show a max run of sixty five episodes. Um, was it whole entire thing? You know, sixty five episodes only. Oh, that was a huge controversy back in the day. I mean, they're more yeah. lenient on that now, but nowadays. But oh god, like no fucking people had to fight for a fourth season of Kim Possible back in the day. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember that was a big deal. It said, oh, yeah, that's the first show in many years that broke that tradition. It's like, well, okay. You know, and <laughs> and, and, weirdly, and weirdly enough, it was one of those last shows that actually was an animated series until years later. <laughs> God. Well, I mean, it has been proven they can break that uh, that rule now because there have been tons of shows that have gone over that margin now. Again, just to name one of them, and it's Phineas and Firm. You, you know, that went over more than 65 episodes. Well, because, again, Phineas and Ferb was a huge hit, and Disney would be stupid enough not to capitalize on, on their... On, on the popularity of that show. Yeah. And that show is actually 10 years old now, which is hard to believe. <laughs> God, yeah. Because it, it aired in 2007, people. It aired in 2007, so... Well, that... Yeah. Uh, but, no, um... I'm hyped for this. I'm looking forward to this. I and and the fact that they renewed it for a, for a second season, even though that we haven't seen a first episode of even even though we haven't seen a fir- the first episode yet, shows you that Disney is confident that this is going to be a huge hit. Yeah, and I hope that this lasts for a good five seasons. Hopefully, yeah. and hope 
and hopefully if this show does well, does well, we get to see more of the characters dress up, more of the people at Disneyland dress up as the characters, especially Darkwing Duck. <laughs> I just, I just want a duck, a Duck World universe. Just give a me duck. a duck, a Duck World shared universe. God damn it! <laughs> but no, well, um, again, you know, Ducktales. Anyway, um. Speaking of shared universes, Thor. Ooh, yes. Weird. This looks good. Weird fucking trailer. Can Clancy Brown as the giant fire monster at the end? Kind of weird, but okay. At least Clancy yeah. Brown is getting work. <laughs> I cannot remember the name of the character, but apparently it's supposed to be the embodiment of Satan. Oh, uh, was it Boldar? Was it Boldar? Maybe it was. I can't remember. I can't remember, but it's a giant fire monster, though, like Satan. But, um, yeah, Trey looks good. Um, the thing that really shocked me about it was that Thor and Hulk were having a cash conversation sitting on a sofa. Yeah, weird, weird trailer. Yeah. Again, I'm liking it. You know, I'm, I'm liking it. I, I, Again, I think it's going to be one of these weird things that um, this it, this normally never happens. But I think it's going to be the best four film, and it's the third film in in a line of films. You know that doesn't that, that, that is not a, that is not a compliment. <laughs> really, <Yeah>. is and <laughs> I know, but again, the first one, I've, I again, I, I know it's very mixed, but again, I really enjoyed the third one and the second one. Oh my god, that was just. a train wreck within itself but um first one was okay i think my problem with the first one was like they introduced a lot of concepts but never really went anywhere with them and the final battle was complete other shit yeah i can see i can agree with that the final battle was very forgetful i just remember it was on the um the bridge yeah the bridge that's pretty much what i can remember for it and then the second one which is a piece of shit and fuck anyone who likes that movie yeah well i mean the second one it was just like Okay, let's do a four, but Game of Thrones, because that's the popular thing at the moment, and it still is at the moment, but, you know, it just didn't work. It's like, we want to do Game of Thrones without the sex and violence and adult themes. Good luck with that! <laughs> and it completely butch our villain as well. Oh, Malekith? You mean the guy who just shows up and doesn't talk, doesn't say anything, just shows up? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to see that character done right, hunt down an, an episode of Avengers uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes in season two. He he appears in that when that episode, and he he's much better characterized than he was in the movie. Yeah. I mean that's that's what I mean. I, I mean I think it's a step right direction. I I think the whole cosmic thing it looks cool for four, and I think it's going to work for him. So fingers crossed that they can get this film made and it can come out very well. I, I kind of still have to get used to him with, with short hair. That just looks weird. Again, I've seen him plenty of films in with short hair. Yeah, so I know, but I'm, I'm getting used to getting used to. I'm not talking about Chris Hemsworth. I'm talking about like Thor getting used to the character with short hair. It's like, eh. well, we just have to wait and see. But again, it's like there's a bunch of stuff that happened with Comic Con with Marvel. Again, their Avengers Infinity War trailer got leaked, and everyone's. Except for you, you've seen it. <laughs> I just, I just, 
you just told me about that. I'm like, what the fuck? Did they did they air it? I, and I had to look back at the footage, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. oh. For those who don't know, um, they aired it as a Comic-Con exclusive, but it leaked online with two people managed to get phones in and record it, and oh my god, it looks nuts. That's all I'm going to say. It looks nuts. Again, I did not. I did not know this. I I, I know they uh, they showed the trailer, but I don't. I I, I don't know. I did. I didn't know that it leaked online. Yeah. What I mean, I, I mean I'm not going to spoil it for those who don't want to know anything about it. But I'm just going to say this: is uh, it looks nuts. It's um, when you just speak about the people when watching it. When they saw Peter Parker's Spider Man, oh my god, that chair was horrendous. It was uh, so loud. Well, yeah, I mean, I I think the thing, the the best thing about Comic-Con to me was, like, if you ever go there and you just go to any panel, people will just cheer for anything, <laughs> to be quite honest. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, again, like I said, uh, it, when Spider-Man was on the screen, there was a huge, huge cheer. And again, they showed off the Guardians. They, they didn't get a massive cheer and then... The I mean the only two people that actually got a huge huge cheer was Spider Man and um, Thanos when they showed him off and oh my god, in the trailer just again this is the only spoiler, he only has one Infinity Gem in the trailer and he basically wrecks wrecks everyone. So yeah, <laughs> there's that. Oh, he finally does something other than sit on yeah, the throne. <laughs> I am not going to sit here anymore. I am going to kick ass. So, yeah. I, I actually did not know. I mean, I know they showed it, but I did not know that someone leaked it. Shit. Yeah. Well, they also... Um, um, stuff from um, Captain Marvel leaked as well. Well, I mean, I know it's in the 90s, and I know there's going to be... It's going to have scrolls, and I know it's going to yeah. explain Fury's eye patch, which... Yeah. Eh. Have you heard the theories that have been going around um, with, um, <laughs> this is going to make you laugh, but have you heard the theories about um, about how they are going to, um, uh, oh God, who was it? Oh, what was, God, it's just gone out of my head now. Oh yeah, the theory with, um, with Samuel Jack's um, character, Nick Fury. What, what's the theory? He's a scroll. Or someone in the Avengers is a scroll. God, why? I don't want to see them do this. Do you think they've done a deal with Fantastic Four? Because it's more than more to me. It's like they have, but they're just not saying it. Because please say, we've got Watchmen, we've got scrolls. I mean... they clearly got some sort of Fantastic Four rights. Well, I mean, you gotta realize that it's not just. I think the the scroll. No, I mean they actually never lost the rights to the scrolls because Fox uh, again, never they... u- Fox never used them. Yeah, but at the same time, they wrapped up within the Fantastic Four rights, and they wanted to use the scrolls in the first Avengers film, but they couldn't because of the Fantastic Four rights. So, I mean, well, that expired obviously because. <sighs> But again, there's there has been confirmation that they have done a deal with Fox or, or with something, but they haven't said what it is. You, you I, know? I know they give back the Silver Surfer rights. 
because Lord knows Fox ain't doing shit with those. Mm. But the problem is Silver Surfer's wrapped up in the Fantastic Four, right? So, it's... again, legal suits and stuff like that, it's, it's complicated shit. I, I know, I know. And I don't want to sit here thinking about this all day because it's going to bother me. It's really going to bother me. <laughs> you basically just wake up the next morning and be like, Oh, look, here's the Fantastic Four, and they're in the Marv way just a second. Because <laughs> they can well, use... The, I mean, I, I, I think that's how they got they got the loophole. They got the rights back to the scrolls, where they, they're like, okay, you did have the rights to them, but you never showed them in, in, a, in a movie. So, yeah. therefore, they're, you know, they're still ours, technically. And that's, I think, how they got the rights back to, to the scrolls. Hmm. I mean, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the characters, um, with the scrolls. I'm curious. I do. I think it's going to be good. Probably. Um, I don't. Mean, I, I. I just want to see the scrolls. <laughs> That's pretty much. I'm actually quite glad we're getting them. And I think someone said this perfectly on Twitter. It's like, what is it with Marvel and their alien invasions? <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of yeah. I'm I'm noticing a theme here. <laughs> Again, I mean, I mean, my theory is basically um, how cool would it be? Is that um, they did have the Fantastic Four rights back, and how would you introduce them back into the universe, um, into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? My idea would be if you're going to do Captain Marvel, maybe have like a spaceship of um, people go to outer space or something like that and they go through like a time portal or something relevant and when they go through it they get their cosmic powers I don't know again it's like one of those things I I mean because if they can't do Galactus because everyone wants Galactus as the next big phase villain they, they can't do it if they can't get the Fantastic Four right so if they got the scroll rights, they probably might do Secret Invasion or something similar to it. You know? Oh, I mean, they're probably... Oh, God, they're probably doing a Secret Invasion. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the next logical thing that, they get, again, it's like, well, we can't touch Doom. We can't touch Galactus. So, you know, we've already done um, Ultron, even though that was done complete shit. Um, and we done um, we done Loki's first invasion, so you, you know what what left for the Avengers. Well, we got the scrolls; they're a big part of the Avengers and the whole time Marvel universe. So let's do that. I just hope, I just hope uh, Black Panther keeps it simple. No alien shit, please. No alien no, shit. What do I mean? You, no, I mean you just need what is it? You just need. Um, Namor now, and there's rumors pretty much Namor's back at Marvel as well. So, when you think about it, you got essentially got all the members of the Lunardi except for two. Oh, true. I mean, the only people you're missing is Reed Richard and Charles Xavier, and you can easily work around that and change the characters in and out with anyone else. I mean, well, you can. I mean, I, I honestly don't think you need Reed Richards or Xavier, to be quite honest. But no, pretty much you got you got Captain, you got what was it? You got Iron Man, you got Doctor Strange, you got. Um, if they're gonna do the Illuminati, they're probably gonna do the 2013 Illuminati. Okay, I can see that with with Black Panther and Tony and whoever the fuck was on that team. 
Doctor Strange, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange and some other fuckers. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've read that issue. So that's what I mean. You can easily do them. Yeah, probably. And we'll probably give T'Challa reason to be in the Marvel Universe because his explanation to be being in, in Civil War was complete shit. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. It's going to be interesting. Uh, but yeah, you know, who knows what's going to happen with, with Marvel right now. And speaking of Marvel properties, now that you mentioned Fantastic Four, we're actually going to get a, a Doom movie made by the person who did Legion. Oh. So that's pretty interesting. Huh. I have not heard about this. No, it's been confirmed. They're they're actually working on a standalone Doom movie with the guy, with the showrunner from Legion. He's, so is this going to be a television show? No, it's a movie. So standalone Doom. Okay. <laughs> it's what? weird. It's like, oh, okay, standalone the... Doom movie. Cool. So is so this is. Basically, Fox saying, "Ha ha, you're still not going to get get the rights back." Cool, with Techway, we're still making a Fantastic Four film. Ha ha. <laughs> I just want someone to do the character justice, and when I heard that that the showrunner from Legion's behind it, I'm like, "Yeah, he'll do the character justice." <laughs> Finally, I don't know. just wait until Fox come and went. No, you need to change that. You need to do this. You need to do that. And we need you to make an actress completely um, piss out of her brain and shit on the set and we need you hide hide in the tent smoking pot and wreck your hotel room <laughs> and make us look good okay that's all good now oh go. god I, I love the drinking game that someone made up where it's like take a shot whenever you see Kate Mara wearing a wig <laughs> god I saw that yeah she's wearing a wig but no that's her natural hair she's wearing a wig <laughs> there's her natural hair god. you know what I mean I I, I know we were speaking about this back a few podcasts ago about, like, documentary that get made on, like, these unmade superhero films and stuff like that. I want to see that documentary on Josh Trank and the failure of um, Fan Four Stick. I want to see that documentary. I think the funniest thing about that was before this whole thing went down, he was doing interviews with Kevin Smith on his podcast and talking about talking about, talking about doing the Fantastic Four and whatnot. And then when it broke, Kevin Smith came on and said, I know you're wondering where Trank is. And he called me up and said, can we just pretend none of that happened and I still have Star Wars? Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. That's what he said. That's what he told him. It's like, if if I come on, can we pretend that like none of that happened and I still have Star Wars? Well, you lost both, mate. And I think, yeah. Was it? Someone's given him money to do a film at the moment. Oh, I was just really surprised to hear that. You know, it's like, yeah, Josh and, Trank. And, and, and that was, and, and the weird thing is, that was the last thing that he said to anyone in Hollywood. Yeah. I'm not kidding. That was the last thing he said. He said to anyone in Hollywood before he went radio silent. I yeah. am not kidding. He went radio silent, went off the grid, and no one knows what he's doing now. I heard rumors he's supposed to be doing a film, an is, indie film. Is he? Yeah, apparently. No. Apparently he's supposed to be working, doing something. There's rumors, but again, they're just rumors. I, I'm I'm curious to see what what uh, what he's doing now. Yeah. I mean, again, I want to see that documentary. I don't care. <laughs> I want to see a documentary on the 
Something from that thing. Oh god, he's gonna direct a Tom Hardy movie. Holy shit. Yeah, I told you. I told you he's doing something. Oh wow. <laughs> and once again it proves your theory that Tom Hardy will do anything for for fucking money. <laughs> yeah, it's called Sones. Bloody how you pronounce that. Fonzo. Fonzo, that's it. Yeah. It's a biography. About what? I don't know. Yeah, per- yeah. Trank wrote and will direct his original Al Capone by. Is an Al Capone by? Um, <laughs> it's going to be about Al Capone. Well, that's a, a that's it's, a that's a weird departure, but okay. Yeah, yeah it's Al Capone biop, and Josh Trank is going to be directing it and writing it. Um, okay. Wow. <laughs> you, you see what I mean? Yeah, Tom Hardy is desperate for work these days. <laughs> I, 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 I pretty much when Sony announced that he's playing Venom, he's like, well, you know what, I can get away with doing anything. It's weird because from what I hear, Nolan begged him to come on to, to work on his next movie. And, yeah. and and no one think about that. No one begging someone to come back to work with them. Yeah, that's that's wow. <laughs> what happened to Tom Hardy, man? That's that's a big mystery right here. Like, what what happened to Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy was um was one that was groomed to be like this next big breakout star, but he just never went anywhere. <laughs> well, again, again, he's been in. He's constantly in films. I mean, he was he's in Don Kirk at the moment, which is out at the moment. So you know, he constantly keep getting work. I know, but it's like, it's so weird. He's like an enigma. He really is a fucking enigma. Again, I told you, we spoke about this multiple times. He did the, the CBBC um, children reading, nurse, reading nighttime stories for I, a children channel. I know, and it's just, it's like, it's He's so done weird. It twice. <laughs> it's so weird because you're like, Tom Hardy's a big movie star. Why is he doing this? And it's like, oh, he's probably. He's got a Nicolas Cage situation where he's dead, either dead broke or has to 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 pay rent for for what for his millions of homes or something like well, that. Well, again, my friend, um, friend of mine, she recently saw Tom Har- Harvey in a cafe she was in like like a few weeks ago. He lives he lives local around near um, my area. Oh, get the fuck out! <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. He, he literally the bar where I live in. He lives in the bar next over, so it's not that far. It's probably about like half an hour drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she basically just saw him running in the cafe, just sitting there on on basically drinking his coffee and on a tablet, going through stuff. Get out! No, no way! No way! <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> she said hi to him. He said hi back to her. So yeah, that was that. <laughs> I mean, as long as as long as she didn't bother him, don't no, no. don't don't no, do didn't. that. Don't do that. No, no, please. she did. But she basically just wanted to say hello, and basically he said hello back, and just left left him to it, and just noticed he was on his eye like a tablet of some sort, going through some stuff. Maybe it looked like he was reading, so he could be reading anything from a book to a script. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> or or his or his chat or his um his PayPal account. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting at a cafe looking at his PayPal account waiting for the money to come in. 
Wow. God damn it, Nolan, pay me already. I did your fucking movie. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, about your paycheck. We had to cut it down. Why? For the marketing. Why? Because, oh my God, did you, oh right, have you heard about the marketing they did in with Dunkirk here in the UK? Oh God, what did they do? Oh Christ. Um, I remember I went to the screaming of Wonder Woman, right? And, um, Every single, they showed a trailer and then showed a snippet of a trailer straight after it. And then it was the trailer for Don Kurt. So imagine the whole time of you watching these film trailers, but then you get like 30 seconds of each time of the segment of Don Kirk and it's a Don Kirk at the end of it. And then they happen all over again. So you just hear like soldiers screaming for one second, then Dunkirk, and then the yeah. next trailer, Dunkirk, yes. Dunkirk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As my mate put it, he said, well, that's put me off seeing that film. Now. I said, why? That's just potential shit. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I agree with him. Cause like the, the subliminal yeah. advertising doesn't fucking work. It really doesn't. <laughs> it's like the episode, or was it? Um, family, again, it's going back a while. It's family guy. When I um, said, well, we watched this um, film about subliminal messages. And basically there's a guy in the middle of a toy. advert say, smoke, I eat smoke. I eat smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, it reminds me of what was it? Uh I've been I've been watching The Critic recently again. Great great show. And I remember the episode where where Duke runs for president and he starts putting in subliminal messages in in Jay's show or randomly a movie clip plays and then it's like vote for Duke, vote for Duke, vote oh, for god. Duke. <laughs> I need to watch that again. I haven't watched The Critic in years. Oh god, it's so good, dude. Come on. It's great. I need I know, I know. I've seen it, but again, I haven't seen it for years. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're not, you're not a child. You're Marco, you're Michael Dukakis. I, uh, wanted to, uh, go in an election that I could win. Boo! You suck! My, my favorite one was the, um, what was it? They had, they had the whole segment on, um, oh god, what was it? Um, he basically was dating this famous person and he gives the film a good review and then she dumps him and then the next following show, he went on a massive love run and everyone's watching and basically it's like burning stuff and running away and hiding stuff and then he passed out at the very end of the episode. Oh, God. Because of the rant. <laughs> I remember it's like, had like people like Arnie, like, oh no, this is going to be bad and he starts like destroying stuff. <laughs> if the movie stinks, just don't go. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's a god. That's a brilliant show. I need to get back into what I need to watch that again. Uh, I've been watching that recently again. Been been binge watching it that again because fuck it, it's a great show. And if you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. It's so good. It sat, it satirizes Hollywood so perfectly that I cannot imagine another show doing it as well. Yeah. Uh, but no, I I don't think that that uh, God. What were we even talking about? <laughs> he just went off topic. Uh, we were talking about the Marvel stuff at Comic Con, and then we mentioned Fantastic Four. Then we got into um, Josh Trank is directing an Al Capone biop and Tom Hardy. Oh, oh, God! Speaking of batshit insane stuff, have you seen the trailer for um, Ready Player One? That looks good. It's so insane! <laughs> it's so well, insane. Have you read the book? No, I haven't. Have you seen the trailer? I've, I've seen the trailer, oh, and it looks crazy. <laughs> The trailer looks amazing, and the book, oh my god, it's like, 
Because I read the book and compared it to the trailer, I'm like, okay, this is what I imagine it to be like. Okay, bring on. The book is amazing. It's one of those bizarre things. I don't know why. I'm watching it, and this is me probably tooting the basically blowing the film, but I'm having a Jurassic Park vibe from it. Holy fucking shit, it's the Iron Giant. (laughs) I don't know why, I'm having that moment with it, and I'm just like, okay, Stilberg, this looks impressive. Please, 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 this be either one of your masterpieces. I just want it to be a beautiful mess. You know, just a beautiful fucking mess of a movie. It it looks like a love letter to video games, which I appreciate a lot. I just, I, I love the fact that he sees, I, am I the only one who wants Sam Neill to, to, to go up and, and that, when you see the Iron Giant and he's like, look, it's the Iron Giant. Yeah. <laughs> they need to do that. <laughs> Sam Neill in a fucking video game. Oh God. It's, it's, it's a giant. It's, it's a mechanical giant. <laughs> You know, because this trailer came out, um, that Halo news popped up back again, you know, apparently it's still in the works. Oh, of course it is, why not? Yeah. It's like, oh look, video game related news. Oh, okay, let's mention this video game related news. It's like, fuck. I just want, I'm, I'm actually shocked they actually snuck in a, a Freddy Krueger cameo in there. That's pretty cool. I did not expect them to do that. It has a very Tron vibe to me as well. It's kind of what Tron should have been, to be quite yeah. honest. Again, the whole virtual reality world and stuff like that, it looks awesome. And I think the cast look like they are having a lot of fun with making this film as well. So I'm looking forward to that. And again, it's like, again, the cast is quite, it's quite a young cast for the majority of it. So, and then you've got veterans mixed into it as well. So I'm looking forward to it. And also, I want to see more Simon Pegg. Well, I mean, he kind of needs a big movie because his career has been in the shitter for quite a couple of years now. Well, he did do all right with Star Trek Beyond. The only problem was that no one went to see it. <laughs> oh, you mean rewriting the movie and telling them telling him make it dumber so more people will see it? Yep, he sure loved that. <laughs> it's like, no, I have a great idea for a story. It's going to be like the traditional Star Trek. No, we want we want um we want more dumb people to see it. Be like, well. We killed a film franchise. Now onto the television series. Oh God, that looks awful. That that God, that looks horrendously awful. I so, thought again. I I know nothing about the TV shows. It looks okay. That's my opinion. I think it looks okay. But again, I've never been in the Star Trek. Never have. Never really got into it. Yeah, it's not for everybody. But I understand. I understand your point of view. But as, as someone who, who's watched a couple of Star Trek episodes, this is this looks awful. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, oh God! I we gotta talk about this real quick. Have you seen the trailer yeah. for Guillermo del Toro's new movie? No, I haven't. He got a new film. Yeah. So is it? Oh God! It's 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 so weird. It's it's a love story between a mute who falls in love with a fish man. Wait, what? I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's set in the 60s it's about a mute janitor girl who falls in love with a fucking fish man I'm not kidding I am not kidding 
I'm done. I'm, I'm officially done. I'm done. <laughs> no. No. And and the fish man is Doug Jones, the guy who played Dave Sapien in, in Hellboy. Well, at least I got someone good in it. I mean, they had to be. It's, it was either him or someone else, but knowing it's Guillermo, it's going to be... You know it's a Guillermo del Toro movie when either Doug Jones or Ron Perlman shows up, and that's when you know it's a fucking Guillermo del Toro movie. Yeah, I know. I know. He, he, he loves those, too. And, and also, that guy, um, he also loves like wearing prosthetic makeup more than you can imagine. He wasn't. He, he was in Star Trek. He wasn't... He, he is in the new Star Trek show, so there's that. Okay, there's something redeeming about it then. Yeah, I mean, I think he's the only guy who can work with prosthetic makeup, to be quite honest. I don't think anyone else can. Yeah. So, I mean, if, you want, if you want a... Um... If Again, if you want a good makeup artist, get the guy who did Suicide Squad, because apparently he's an Oscar-winning makeup artist and um, prosthetic guy. Uh, I am never going to let that go. I am uh, never going to let that go. Why is he not credited? Oh, yeah, there, there he is. It's called The Shape of Water. Yeah. That still made me laugh that Suicide Squad is the 10th highest grossing film of 20, 2016. Yeah, The Shape of Water. It looks so fucking weird. Oh, it's like, it looks like a beautiful train wreck. It looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon. I know. <laughs> did, did, did he want it? What did he want to get the rights for the creature from the Black Lagoon? And Universal was like, "No." And he's like, "Fine." And he makes this. Probably. <laughs> Knowing Universal, no, Tom. We we gotta the Dark Universe, man. It's totally happening. Even though the Mummy flopped horribly, we're we're totally gonna do this. We're totally committed to this piece of shit universe. We're totally going to oh, do it. <laughs> oh, you mean the time that we try to do Dracula Untold Story? That's supposed to be the start of it. No, that failed. Oh, no, no, no. Here's Frankenstein. No, wait, that bombed as well. And and now we're doing The Invisible Man with Johnny Depp. Oh, dear God. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about someone who has no dignity anymore? Talk about Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp has just gone off the fucking deep end. I'm convinced Johnny Depp is just one of those actors who just will do anything for money now. He's he's a... He's officially our new Nicolas Cage, to be quite honest. Apparently, he's a nightmare. That he was a nightmare to work with on Pirates Five. Well, oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. I I can't imagine. Uh, well, well, I can't imagine. I, I I know that him and him and Orlando Bloom um never got along. Well, to be, be fair, they're not even in even they're not even in the same scene as each other. Oh God, really? No, they don't share any screen time. I mean, I know they hated each other, but I didn't think that their rivalry was that bad that they couldn't be seen together. Wow. <laughs> again, they don't spend any screen time. And again, um, Kira Knightley, she turns up at the very like last, not even minute, maybe it was like the last minute of the film. Oh God. As much as I love the original Pirates of the Caribbean movie, it's kind of creepy looking back at that now because, you know, with, with the scenes with Depp and, and Knightley and realizing that Knightley was only 18 years old at the time and Depp was like in his, in his, in, in his forties and it's just like, 
<laughs> oh god, I um Kira Knightley went to school around my area. Oh get up, really? Yeah, she lived around the area where I grew up, so and I had a friend, a family friend of mine, she was in the same year as her and apparently she was a big pain in the ass to deal with. She was literally like a drama queen. She like she was a nightmare to deal with within school. So I, I'm guessing the only likable person from from the Pirates cast is, is still Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> and, and apparently they, they said it was worse when um, after after when she did um, Bend It Like Beckham. Oh God, I forgot she was in that. Holy shit, yeah. I forgot she was in that. Fuck. Yeah, they could give you an idea. She was born in 1985, and I was born in 1989, and she grew up in Teddington, London, and that's literally not far. Literally like. a few minute drive away from where I live and she grew up around the same area I did that is uh that's 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 uh wow <laughs> and again like I said I had people who went to school with her and they all said that she was a giant bitch to do um, giant bitch and was a pain to deal with I can imagine <laughs> yeah. and considering how considering how little movie roles she gets these days I can't imagine why anyone would hire her to be quite honest I blame King Arthur. Oh, God. The only reason why she got so popular was because of Pirates and Love Actually. <laughs> I I honestly forgot she was in most of those movies, to be quite honest. No, seriously, my, my fiancé, she loves Love Actually. And every single time I see her on screen when she's watching that film, I basically went, yeah, you, you know her whole type backstory is based... Holtai's motivation for this film is basically just to tell people it's okay to cheat on people if you were in a committed relationship in a marriage. Yeah, I hated her character in that. She was awful. Oh, good. I bloody hate love, actually. I, I, I always spoil it for people when they watch it. I know that's horrible to say, but my God, that film is... Oh, that film's something else. <laughs> I've only it's... seen I've only seen it once, so don't, don't, don't... <laughs> yeah. It, again, it has some good stories, but but the one with Kieran Knightley in it, it's basically like, what the hell are you saying? Are you basically saying that okay, it's okay to cheat, to cheat on your fiance slash, um, it's okay to cheat on her basically to, yeah, it's oh my god, it's like your best friend's like in love with your wife, and then it's okay just lead him on and all this sort of thing, and then let him stand outside at the very last moment holding these cue cards saying how much he loves you and all this sort of thing, but he needs to let you go. It's like seriously. Yeah, I hated that so much. It's like, no, this is not real life. No one does this. If you do this in real life, you will get arrested. It's called fucking stalking. Yeah. <laughs> People plus go to jail for this. Little, plus, was that whole little sequence of the little boy running through the airport and running through security and all that stuff? And this was like, was it like, Two years after nine eleven, that kid would have been shot. Oh God, yes. <laughs> he would have been. Oh my God, they would be gunfire. Again, it was a Heathrow Airport as well. My God. Oh God. Oh, oh, good Lord! I've got some fucking long Heathrow Airport stories. I, I fucking despise Heathrow <laughs> Airport. I legit do because every time I travel to the UK and we have to land in Heathrow, oh, I hate it so much. Hate it so much. Like they yeah. keep searching you for the dumbest shit. They really oh. do. It's like, oh, 
Again, Heathrow, making every journey better. <laughs> oh, Fuck no, off. That's a catch slogan. Making every journey better. Yeah, oh, no, 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 you don't. You fucking... We have to wait long lines. We have to get asked stupid fucking questions. They're so picky about the baggage luggage. And if and if you go... And if, you're, and if your luggage is, like, 1% heavy, they'll fucking charge you like crazy just to carry it on the plane. And it's just, ah, oh, I fucking hate Heathrow. Ah. Again, there's, every single time we hear Heathrow come up in the news, we were just like, it's going to be about the third runway, isn't it? It's going to be about the third runway. There's been approval of the third runway. Of course there is. And when when is that fucking third runway going to happen? When is that going to yep. fucking happen? Okay, you, you ever heard of the thing in Boston, uh, Boston called the Big Dig? Oh, God, yes. Essentially, that's what Heathrow Third Runway is. Essentially that. But the difference between the Big Dig in Boston and the Third Runway is that the Big Dig um, actually started and actually finished. I know. It's like, and, and Heathrow's like, no, no, it's going to have a Third Runway. I've been hearing this shit since 2011, fuckers. <laughs> That was been going on longer than that. That's been going on since the night. Was it like in the nineties? <laughs> you, you know, in the UK, it's it's nothing new. It's like every single time they mention Heathrow, well, Heathrow, uh, well, it's either going to be a terrorist attack or it's going to be about the third runway. Oh, look, the third runway. Oh, God, I just hate Heathrow so much. It's like if you're going to trap, you know, tips for anyone who's traveling to the UK: don't go, don't go, um, d- don't go, um, don't go to Heathrow, please. Find another airport to land in. Heathrow sucks. Yeah. And with that, (laughs) I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, dude. I. That's that's all you get from me. That's all you get from me. Just just Heathrow rant, and I'm done. (laughs) So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all later. Bye bye. Bye.